This is episode 337 of Gold Squadron Podcast. One of your hosts, Will Wildcard Redeemer Hegwood. And today I'm joined <laughs> by Ryan USA Stanisuski. USA, USA, America. USA. <laughs> James, the internet lives, Ritter. Uh, I was out of internet for almost a full day, or no, over a full day, and it was uh, the worst time of my life. Oh, how'd no. You, how'd you even live? Uh, hot, hot spot. spot. <laughs> <laughs> I was hot spot. <laughs> and our guest tonight, Greg, gold 115th cash. Yeah. Hello. Welcome, man. Uh, before we get to you, Greg, I got to talk about someone even more special. Can you believe it? It's the GSPN patreons they're the largest group of our supporters gets us to our events uh keeps the stream going uh and right now when you sign up you can get access to a bunch of art Gion posted from our past projects you can use it for your own uh projects as well a bunch of fantastic stuff on there patreon.com slash gold squadron all right enough of that greg well, i agree who- that your patreons are great i don't know why i had to take a stray to Prop them up for sure. <laughs> you are uh, very important for the X-Wing scene because uh, you run the channel Nickel City X-Wing. But beyond that, I got some questions for you to start us off. Some little icebreakers for the audience. Yeah. Uh, first off, uh, in X-Wing, yeah, do you have a favorite chassis? Uh, Yeah. So, okay. Oh, chassis versus Just one. Pilot. Just one. Chassis. Yeah. The Falcon. Okay. Rebel. Rebel Pretty Falcon. Good. I want the, I want the shields okay. of the gun and shields not all the, the red actions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, does that uh, equate to your favorite pilot as well? Or do you have a pilot? In it doesn't. A it doesn't. Okay. I Okay. So the Rebel Falcon is because it's the Falcon. And that's like the, like the, when I think Star Wars, it's like one of the first like things that right. pops into my Iconic. head. Yeah. Yeah. In game, my favorite pilot for a long time has been Grievous. Well, General Grievous guy. Okay. Terrible blues, but love me some re rolls. He's he, he, he's so fun. They, they, I think they nailed his pilot for like his like yeah. his theme, um, like running away, shooting some shots while no one else is looking, <laughs> running away. N- nailed it. Yeah, I love I my like one of my favorite things about the game is like. Like the Greedo card that like you it it's like better to shoot first, you know, like then you get a flip eight, it punishes you if you don't shoot first. I love like little like flavor tie-ins to like the the universe like that. Right. So yeah. like yeah, Grievous in a in a <clears throat> straight up fight doesn't have the advantage. He wants uh he wants those extra tricks to get the advantage. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh we got two other ones here. Uh Lightsaber color. Ah. What, what lightsaber? I know you have a lot of lightsabers. Which one Oof. would be your color? Oh man, favorite color. Uh, I think I would be like a blue guy. If I had to pick, it would be like a brilliant blue, not like the light blue, like Shock T is a little bit lighter blue. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like Obi Wan, nice royal blue. Yeah, like uh, with without any kind of. Uh, diminishing, just straight blue. Yeah, I there. 
I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Love a nice purple. Always will will stand for no, a red. Only, but... only one man can have the purple. <laughs> yeah. It, it just feels wrong to request a purple, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm of the opinion that yellow should be reserved for the temple guards. But, you know, that's, that's my oh, thing. Okay. Yeah, big opinions. Yeah. All, right. All right. Last question about you, Greg, and then we'll get into the draft league. How did you get into X-Wing? Okay, well, funny, fun story here. Uh, so, uh, I originally bought models for X-Wing, like, years when I was living in Los Angeles, years before uh, I did anything with X-Wing because of, just there were, like, highly detailed models. I was like, these look awesome. I want, like, I'm a Star Wars fan. I want these, like, on my work desk and stuff, you know? So I had models, and then I went to... Uh, Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, if you remember, when it was in Chicago, like right I, before Rise of Skywalker came I, out. I worked that uh, uh, the demos at uh, that Chicago. And guess who played the demos in Chicago? I believe it was actually Nick Sperry. Uh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, so uh, we did the I did the demo with, with Nick, and I was just like, this seems up my alley. When I when I got back to uh, Buffalo at the time when I was living in Buffalo, uh, I just found a, a place I had X Wing and they kind of showed me the ropes, and here we are. Awesome! Uh, yeah, I remember that we were showing off the <clears throat> the Grievous versus Obi Wan. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what like I remember. We I did like a one on one against like the demo were and they were kind of telling me okay. like what to do and i was like oh so there's like a lot of strategy and stuff like this seems like something i'd be like super into yeah, yeah. like uh like a video game but with you know sweet models yeah there you uh, go. that's awesome uh i didn't realize it was that recent yeah so yeah. You, you, what what year was that uh what year did rise of skywalker come? it was like they something? showed the like the fought they showed the debut trailer Rise of Skywalker. That's like the big thing I remember from that mm-hmm. celebration. It also snowed in like late March in Chicago, and then every other day it was like mid seventies. Okay, so did did, uh, did you start playing before or after like two was like fully introduced? It sounds like after. Oh, then. No, it was, it was after for sure. Okay, I well, think I next timing kind of coincided with uh, Jedi. I'm not a thousand percent sure, but that was the first thing I flew, and it felt like they were kind of new. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I, 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 uh, I've been playing longer than you have, and I, I consider myself like a very new player. Um, that's uh, that's crazy that I've been playing longer than you. I feel like you've been a, a pillar of the community since I've been playing. I mean, it's only been like this is like year four or five for me, I think maybe. Right. Um. But also, I feel like COVID adds twenty years to everything. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that time we period. Definitely, it's, def- it's definitely been like ten years since COVID we started. We did so. play a lot yeah. of uh, wrestling <laughs> during uh, the, those times. That's true. Uh, the online X Wing, especially, uh, very prominent during those times obvi- for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but that transitions over to the draft league perfectly. Uh, let me pull up this spreadsheet. So, Greg, <laughs> okay. you've been doing this draft league. I can't even begin to explain this draft league's uh, the intricacy, 
uh, and the production, the amount of people involved in this draft league has been uh, astounding to me. Uh, can you tell us how the draft league started? And I'll get I'll get this spreadsheet pulled up and start taking a look at it. Yeah, so like uh, you know, NCX has been streaming for uh, three years or so, and uh, we just I didn't have anything that was like NCX's, I guess, and I kind of wanted like my own league or something, just. Some we do, and I mean, season one was 20, 24 players ish. I think it wasn't like huge or anything. And then, you know, we had a lot of fun with it. And then season two, it like doubled. And then season three, it doubled again. I was like, crap. And then season four, it didn't quite double, but it, it crested over 100 players. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's just like kind of slowly built up to where it's become. A second job for me like it's I mean, probably the thing i spend most time on outside of like my actual job yeah but this, I mean, but this one doesn't pay nearly as well right well no i mean way more fun though probably right <laughs> i would love it if i could just be commissioner of this and get paid like a sports commission sure so the uh, it is a team event uh, on this overall page I'm looking at. Uh, 16 yeah. teams, all with seven players each. Yes. And we just finished up the 10-week uh, schedule, which I – so there's – please explain to me the, that there's divisions and conferences to these teams. Yes. All right, so – if you go to the the uh, well, I guess you're on. Are you on? You're on, you're on the schedule tab. Go to the uh, overall tab. All right, back to overall. These are the divisions down here. Yeah. So each so there's each division is named after a Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. And then Leonardo and Donatello make up one conference. And Raphael and Michelangelo make up the other comp. So this is... The whole premise of the draft league is that it's based on, like, a football league or an NBA mm-hmm. league or NHL league. So think of it like Western Conference, Eastern Conference, if you have to. You know, ours are Kelly Kapowski and Topanga Lawrence, clearly. But <laughs> not the point. <coughs> so you play each member in your division twice... And then there are four weeks where you play a team in your conference in the other division. So Rafael would play Michelangelo. You play two teams, both home and away. Leonardo plays Dontello, two teams home and away. And that's how we get our 10 games. Gotcha. Like, so, yeah, so there's there's uh, seven players in each uh, each team. But we're only playing six, uh, and each each yeah. matchup is consisting of six games. So each player will have like a day, will have a week, at least one week off, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the intent. Yeah, that that's the the intent, and that's usually just because as we got as the league kind of got bigger, like scheduling became a thing. Like people have lives. I don't want to be the one to be like, I'm sorry, but. 
isn't uh, online X-Wing a little more important than your child? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not wrong, but yeah. some people don't see it that way. I agree with you, but... Uh, yeah, it, 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 I think it was really great because it gives, um, and, and it's such a long 10-week span, it gives people a break and like uh, allows them to uh, take a vacation or if they already had plans for <coughs> a whole week or they're busy, they can take a week off with, without any issue. Yeah, I didn't want people to ever feel bad because they were not available. Like, I don't want, with, with a team thing, like, I asked people to walk a very tight rope of caring about this but not caring about it so much that it becomes like a issue you know what i mean like i want this to be something fun for people something community building for people but not to the point where it's gonna ruin your day uh so you know I, yeah the way we yeah, get, do that get... is take pressure off let people be like i'm out of town this week no problem you're, you're covered you're good it's not an issue us. Yeah. So that uh, makes me want to ask a big question I had. So with only six games being played, the chance for a draw, a 3-3 draw, would be possible. And looking at the amount of draws over the course of the schedule, was that something you anticipated, or is this kind of just what ended up happening? Um, I am constantly surprised by the amount of parity that the league has shown, I usually like it's like with with the advent of a sports league, we allow trading. And sometimes captains will trade for future picks in future seasons. So there were teams that had multiple first round picks this season, had a lot like higher, I'm gonna say value, but I, I don't want people to take me the wrong way when I say value, because again, these are like people, but like right. they had a lot higher value in picks. So, like, I thought there would be teams that were more dominant that didn't end up being dominant. And it, it turns out that, uh, you know, it, it's, we have a lot of good players. <laughs> kind of how it shook out. I'm not, I'm not surprised at the amount of ties. I actually really liked the, the draws this season because I felt like it made wins feel very important. Yeah, because you had to go was, four, two, or five, one, etc. Uh, which yeah. meant that you really were successful against the team, not just anything that time. adds a little bit of pressure to the captains. I am so for. <laughs> I want captains to like feel very important, and like I want their decisions to have like consequences. Right. Well, speaking of captains, so there's also this home away, home and away in that depicts who does the pairings for this the week can you go into detail about that yeah so like again trying to emulate a sports league as best i could we we and this has been since season one it's we've had a home team and an away team and in hockey uh so this is kind of modeled after hockey but in hockey if you're the home team you get what's called the last change so the away team after a whistle has to put out their players first and then you get to choose your players you put out on the ice. That's called last change. So in, in that respect, I tried to make it so the away team, basically, the way it's supposed to go, and I don't know if sometimes it's, if captains always do it correctly, there's kind of a meme we have where our captains don't read. But, like, 
it's supposed to be like if you're a captain and James is a captain, you send out a player. James says, I'm countering with this player, this scenario. You send out your next player. James says, I'm countering with this player, this scenario, until all your matchups are sent. I'm sure it's happened where captains are like, here are my players that are playing. And then the other captain just does it like, you know, not piecemeal, but like the whole thing at one time. But the intention is for captains to be like very deliberate in their matchmaking. Uh yeah, it, it, I think I think it was very cool because so for the each of the home games that you had, uh, you were able to choose essentially um, uh, with almost full knowledge, choose the matchups for the different players and also what uh, what scenario they were going to play, which is pretty big. Um, I think I played, um, I don't think I played chance at all the the entire event, uh, which is interesting. Right, but um, if you're CIS, like CIS, pretty good at chance. Like, well, I was, I was playing Republic for the first half. Okay, well, um, also, also pretty good at chance. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think I ended up playing. I think whenever possible, I think my captain gave me uh, assault because I had like the arcs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, make makes sense. But uh, to even get to that point, uh, the drafting process was also very interesting and something that caught me off guard uh, as to how fun I had with it. Um, like going going back and watch it because I missed the initial uh, initial bit of it, but I was able to go back and catch up, uh, and it was a lot of fun going through that drafting process with the different captains. Could you explain more on uh, a little bit about that process and uh, some of the nuances with like the different uh, like trading picks? Yeah. So again, uh, modeled after a sports league, so we have our, our draft line. But first is the captain's draft. The captain's draft. Since, since I run the draft as a snake, where, like, the first pick is going to end up not picking 1, 13, 25, there's 12 teams or whatever. So we have 16 teams. The first pick is going to end up picking 1 and then 32nd. So, like, if you might think 1 and 32nd, not as good as having picked 16 and 17. So the captain's draft is in reverse standings. The captain gets to pick where they want to draft. So whoever came in last place this season will get the first pick of where they want to pick in next year's draft. And then the player draft is where all the players are chosen. And we run that like an ESPN draft night. Like, yeah, we have all the captains on and and just kind of like we do here. And we have a whole draft board and everything. And the captains get, you know, 30 seconds or whatever to make their picks. And we just go through the entire snake thing. There's trades that happen during it. Uh, you know, it's a good time during the season. Captains can trade for picks. So, like, say you're you're feeling like, hey, I'm, I'm not having a great season here. Maybe I sell one of my good players that could help another team who is having a good season. And I get another high pick for next year. So that next year, we do a little bit better. That's so it, it all sorts of tomfoolery can see. We've had players traded for chicken sandwiches. That has happened. It's not my proudest moment, but it happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that word right there, the tomfoolery is like the definition and like vibe of the NCX draft league. Uh, just constant. Just there's no telling what's going to happen next. Um, just tomfoolery all around. Yeah. 
is complete tomfoolery. I believe one of our teams uh, kidnapped the other team's playbook at the last draft and then held it for ransom. I, you know, I've I've lost control of everything, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, well, going into, you know, the, the picks and like how important those first pick, uh, like, you know, pick number one versus pick number, uh, you know, 16, um, going into how are all the individual players have shaken out after that first, uh, after, after the Swiss, right. After the initial going into the cut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Regular, regular season. Regular season. Thank you. Yeah, I guess we should we should talk about it. before we go on to individuals. You got uh, give us the rundown of the the final standings. Then the season just completed. Had the wild card round even going into the playoffs. Uh, break us through or break down uh, who won in what uh, divisions. Uh, you said something about Topanga Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, so in the in the Tango Lawrence Conference that contains the Raphael and Michelangelo divisions, mm-hmm. Raphael was headed up by the Wolfpack. That's captained by Jane. They ended up with 16 points. A win is three points. A draw is one point. A loss, obviously nothing. They ended up with 16. And then Firebirds in Order 66 ended up with 15 points apiece. That goes down to tiebreaker, which is the amount of games won, not series, games won in all of your series. That came down to a a difference of one. That was 32 for the Firebirds, 31 for Order 6. In 10 weeks, the the total difference between them was one game. Wow. Uh, Rada came in last. Rada, Rada had a strategy this season. Rada's strategy was Scorched Earth, Burn it all to the ground. Next season, we have a thousand first round picks. <laughs> okay. Do Do you know how many first rounds they have for next season? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> that, I'm just curious. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking big. We're talking big numbers here. Rada has four first round picks next season. Four. Rada. Wow. And then, oh my goodness. Yeah, they have four first round picks and a second round pick. So their their main team is gonna be pretty much all. It's gonna be four first rounders, the captain, <laughs> a second rounder, and a third rounder. Okay, Jeez. <laughs> all right. They're playing for season five. Fair enough. <laughs> People like to complain about it, but I'm like, I'm not the one who made the trades. <laughs> like the other captains yeah. did this. Yeah, there's like you know, there's 15 other captains that you got. <laughs> All right, so that, uh, was, yes. that was the Raphael. Yeah, Michelangelo, five straight boost, and Fox is both tied at 16 points. Again, that came down to games one, where five straight boost had one more than the Foxes. Get first place. NJO came in third, and the Rave Crab Champions came in fourth. So the way it works is if you win your division, you're automatically in the playoffs, and you get a bye. And then the next uh, one, two, the next four uh, spots are anyone in the conference. So the top people in the conference could go. And unfortunately, Rave Crab and Rada were the ones who missed out on that. 
Then we go to the Kelly Kapowski comments. Personally, I'm a Topanga guy. Over Kelly, you know, I don't... <laughs> Kelly never did it for me. Topanga all day, every day, but whatever. In the Leonardo division, the hot shots, they kind of ran the league this season. Uh, Team Europe, as I like to call them. They had 21 points, far and away the most of anyone. Then the Ascendancy, which is Will's team, I believe. Correct? Mm -hmm. That's correct. And the Star Killers. And then Team Havoc. Now, Team Havoc was back-to-back-to-back champions of the league. That's a team uh, captained by Crispy. They had won the previous three seasons. The only champions we'd ever known. And then they miss the playoffs this season. Huge yeah, story. And, and got last in their con in, in their uh, in their division too. That's crazy. Yeah. Some would say disgraceful. They're graceful. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, we, don't, we, don't need to, we don't need to talk about the next one. We're, we're <laughs> just talking about disgraceful. And then, and, then, and then the Donatello division, headlined by the Cork Federacy of Independent Systems. And Mega Milk, again, that came down to games one tiebreaker. Two games difference there. Mega Milk Union. And then KDB, in the last week, pulls off the win, which not only knocked Havoc out, but also, unfortunately, the Mon Cala Seafood Consortium gets knocked out as well by KDB's victory. And then KDB, out of nowhere, kind of a rough season. KDB season three history, first season, they didn't win a game. And then, out of nowhere, KDB comes in, upsets the Mega Milk Union in the wild card round, and they're on to the divisional second round of the playoffs. Wow. I mean, just the things that happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they had a they had a good run. Um, they uh, they beat. Uh, was on my... It's not over, Jay. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know. They're they're still they're killing it. <laughs> They, 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 uh, we, 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 we needed to beat them to get into, uh, the wild card, and uh, yeah, they got us. They earned it. Yeah, but the the thing that like kind of strikes me is like the the parity of the league. If you look at the points for for ten weeks, sixty, so it's like sixty games per team, right? The total deviation of points from top to bottom is two hundred. So, like, the top team in the league scored 200 more points in 60 games, which is what breaks down to, what, like 3.2 points a game more than the bottom team in the league? That's, like, the margin of victory <laughs> in, in in this league right now is basically 3.2 points a game, perhaps. So you're thinking, like, what, 20 to, to 16, 17? Is your thing, and we had so many games that ended like twenty three twenty one or like twenty two twenty. That part is the one that actually scared me a little bit. I'm like, how is this happening? <laughs> we also don't allow ties, so maybe that played a little part into it. That's true. Yeah, you, you had to go like sudden death was, was the rule. yeah. <clears throat> I hate I hate games that can end in a tie. That's silly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean to your point as well. The the games won. Uh, and the margin's only b between, what, 22 and 35? It looks like 21 for Rada and 38 for Hot Shots. Oh, yeah, and Hot Shots, yeah. Yeah. 
But most people, if you look at it, most people are right in around 32, 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beyond those. Like elements. Michelangelo is 34, 30, 35, 34, 32. And then Rave Crab is the primary donor there with 22. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, man. It's pretty even. We didn't have a team that, we didn't have a team go winless, which I'm very happy about. And yeah, we only had we only had a couple people who went winless, and I was hoping we'd have zero. But out of 112, we only had three go winless, and only one undefeated actually played the whole season. So I don't know. I think the the there's a lot of parity there, and of course in a dice game, you know, dice are gonna even out everything eventually, but. Right. Yeah, over Is ten there... games, or like I mean, like I feel like most people have played uh like eight to ten games with the, with the yeah. with the with the off weeks, but uh, yeah, that's a pretty good sample size for determining like, you know, how consistent a player is. I I, I like it. I like the length of it. I know some people think it's a little bit long. Um, I disagree because a preparing for a new season sucks and it takes forever. And I don't want to do it as much. And B, I also want you to, like, kind of, like, be part of your team for a long time, you know? Like, I don't want you to be part of a team for four weeks and then, oh, okay. I feel like if you're yeah. part of a team for, like, three three months, then you're, uh, you're more attached to that, like, group. Yeah, I, I think it also, like, like you're saying, like, reinforces, like, team camaraderie. Uh, but also it like really plays um, it makes like that drafting important it makes captains like you said make, makes captains feel important yeah for sure so yeah so right now if I'm not mistaken these highlighted teams are all that remains in the following yes. weeks yeah those are the teams that are left so we just had our wild card round which was basically on on the side there, like team number three versus team number six, team number four versus team number five. And uh, the green teams are the ones that remain. We have this week off for Thanksgiving. And then um, real Thanksgiving Canada, actual Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then uh, next week will be the start of the divisional round, which will be like one versus the lowest seed, four or five there, and then two v. Then those two will meet, and then the remaining two so will go into the championship. We're on, we're on to single elimination rounds now. Yep, you lose, you're out. And it's and seven the, on seven now. We're not right. allowing ties. This is everyone on the now. team. Yep. What? How are we doing uh, objectives in that and in pairings? So you have to same same way we did objectives with six. You have to use them all at once. And then three get doubled up. And that's the home team captain's prerogative on which three get doubled up. Uh, how how are how are you determining who's home if it's single elimination? Or are you are you I playing twice? So like, seed. Okay, okay, yeah. wow. So like five straight boosts will be home against Firebirds, mm-hmm. and Wolfpack will be home against Foxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know uh, my team's upset about it because uh, I've, 
I'm not mistaken, we have way better stats uh, than who we're fighting. But we. Well, that's that's the importance of winning your division. Is you're actually you have more points (laughs) than CFIS. So ascendancy, you're talking about ascendancy second in Leonardo with 16. CFIS is number one in Donatello with 14. But since they're number one, they get that second seed in their division. Because I mean, maybe their division was a little bit harder to get out of than your division. I don't know. Like I don't know. We had hot shots in ours. Yeah, hot shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You also, you also had havoc. I, well, wow. Okay. Ooh, wow. Shots fired there. Havoc uh, catching any stray possible. All right. So exciting stuff going down to the single elimination. Uh, but I did want to talk about the the individual stuff. Well, Ryan, you've been nobly quiet. What have you missed out on before we go on the, the from the team side to individual information? Um, still catching up with a lot of the jargon, <laughs> like the team Fair. games, the conferences, and like looking at the spreadsheet, trying to parse it all. But it sounds is... fun in general. I think just as outside looking in, the only thing that's kind of like kept me or actually probably a couple things that have like kept me from uh signing up myself in previous seasons has been like it's not an individual commitment as a team uh in that um you know other people are counting on me to be able to play games and uh if it's just myself and i have to like skip a week because i'm taking care of like work kid etc like doesn't feel as bad because i know it's just me so it's a team type of thing right. um and then uh, extended standard thing. Oh, like, that's true. I, we didn't talk, I assume oh, yeah. most we talk people, about that. Yeah. I assume yeah. most people are playing standard stuff anyway, but it, it, what I is it? It's, like extended, it's, 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 it's extended, including the ban list. So stuff right. that's banned is stayed banned, right? So banned so upgrades, no. Banned, banned upgrades, pilots, not yeah. banned pilots. Okay. Yeah, so you, How has that you, gone you, from what you've seen? Has there anything that's made you cause for like, Maybe we need to ban this pilot. No, most of the most of the banned pilots are a just frankly not played, and b like it's there's no reason for Han Solo like resistance Han Solo to be banned now that stuff starts in. I get why they did it when when you're scoring points with in yeah. the first turn, but now that it's second turn, I don't think there's really like a great reason for Han Solo. Uh, resistance to be banned. My main thing is I hate Sloan. I hate Sloan with a passion. So there was no way, like, the, I think in, like, season one or two, Sloan was, like, legal for us. And, like, ne- never again. <laughs> yeah. Sh- show us show us on the X-Wing where Sloan hurt you, Greg. Everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Too stress. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot easier things to break when it's upgrades that are banned, especially the generic ones, right? Your sense, your yeah. any yeah. of the generic droids. There's there's not a lot of pilots that are banned that I think break the game. Like you could say like Hera VCX, you get to change your dial. But to be honest, I don't think anyone flew Hera VCX because it's not it's not worth the points, really. I don't even know what points she is. Probably too is much. She, is she is she more than Han? Because I think she's seven. Could be wrong. That's more than Han. 
<laughs> well, Han is seven. No, I know, but like that is more than yeah, that is that is more than Han's value. <laughs> Harris seven points with twenty loadout. That's actually okay. reasonable wow. to consider. Yeah. yeah, but when then you can get Chopper at six, six, and you're also flying double tap Han. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to bring Hera. I think also what it it's allowed extends allowed is like a lot of ships. I mean, like, also selfishly, like I under I totally get that this is selfish, but like, I stream a lot of these games, and I want to see ships that I don't get to see a lot. Like, I get to see the Star Vipers every now. Star and Vipers, now. yeah. Lancers, yeah. like, yeah, like. <clears throat> we, said four, we said we said four scum ships in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, I flew a lambda um, and a whisper well, in one game. You did, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you don't you don't get to see some of these ships so much, and it's not that they're broken ships. It's just that they're not if they're not in standard. You know, I have to I, or respect those like standard rules and everything. But if I I don't, I mean, I don't have to run my league like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was very hesitant when because this is my first year, uh, or my first season, I guess. <clears throat> And I was very nervous about it. I was like, I'm gonna see all kinds of wacky stuff going in here. It's just gonna be, it's gonna be terrible. Um, and I think I only flew against like one or two extended pilots, and I was like, oh, that's really fun. Like, cool. I get to play. Well, you also that played have, the two factions that don't have extended uh, pieces to yeah. them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could have played like Sacy or something. Uh, but... I was gonna say. I meet that's one of the first things I immediately looked at is like, all right, what what point cost and load on a Sacy Tinet? Because technically that is there's a pilot that brings dial changing into Yeah. So. It's yeah. like yeah. it's but, like But I'll tell you I haven't else. seen a Sacy. Like no. I don't think dial changing is as powerful as it maybe used to be. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think because it was comboed it. with dial peaking. Oh, peaking! Right? Yeah. <laughs> you look at their dial, then you change your dial. It's all right. But you, I mean, you can't you can't do that anyway. So like, it well, at least in my like thing, like so you like Snoke is still banned. Uh, I'm not sure what else since. Obviously, I don't know if there's any other dial peaking. Uh, James, James did fly dial peaking tri fighters. I did. I did. Oh, did yeah. Black R Fox. I never peaked. I never, I never peaked. Uh, I'm not. I'm no. I was like, it's they're like the worst dial peakers. So yeah. maybe besides like Snoke. Yeah. So, so I guess yeah, that's true. we we, did, we, we have we haven't had an issue with it, and if an issue does arise, you know, we'll address it. But you know, we survived the season of Sloan. We could survive anything. True. Uh, yeah. yeah, black right. car fox for three points. High five. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah they were fun. Right they had what crack shot and FC. Yeah, crack shot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say you can do an indie cal crack shot. Yeah, I I don't think or, I did or I indie cal elusive, but yeah. Yeah, I think I did like indie. No, I I did I did crack um and FCS. I think you can give uh, them like discount. Discount um, SOC flak our fox by giving him debris gambit. Yeah, I yeah I I like them over the uh, siege coruscant because they get the boosters. Well, and they're 
a point cheaper. <laughs> like a whole squad <laughs> yeah. point cheaper. Is a big yeah. Deal. Like eight points for two of them versus six points for two of them. Yeah. It's weird because I feel like this, a whole is, this is a tangent, <laughs> but like SO, the, the SOC flag Fox, they should have been like SOC flag Fox A and SOC flag Fox B with the same exact thing, but allowed them to individually change the cost of them so they could be like how Mauler and Backstabber are right now. They can oh, yeah, end up an four. odd number yeah. when you can take two of them type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. One of them yeah. could be four, the other can be three. It's only it's one been... of them ever at three points, but if you want to take both of them, it's going to be a combo of seven. Yeah. It's been my experience that Tri-Fighters just end up with Sutir Fell Syndrome. They just die, like, dead, gone. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, I, I, I actually did a... Um, they were good. Store, yeah, yeah I, I did a store champ this weekend, and someone was flying um, the two Sock Fox, and uh, they had games where they bullied the entire board and got, like, they killed the entire list. There's just those two ships, uh, and they had games where they got one. One of them got one shot by uh, BB-8. So <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's take a look at the individual stats, though. Yeah, Greg, tell the, the big P- winner, PLMS, and. <laughs> Break down this thing for us. All right. What are we looking at? First here? name are people's first names. Okay. All right. <laughs> they have wins, losses, points. This seems very easy to figure out so far. I'm, I'm good so far. PLMS plus minus. So that's obviously the amount of points you have scored versus your opponents. Again, seems pretty easy. Yeah, pretty easy. Games is the number of games you played. Win percentage. Uh, Will, how come you only have four points? What is this? What? Uh, <laughs> you immediately went down what? and find Will. I looked I at five, the single digits and I looked points. over. I'm like, hey, why does Will only hey. have four points? What is this? Hey, I got five ones. Okay, calm down. It says four. Mm, oh, wait. Plus minus. Oh, he's five and four. Yeah, but his so PLMS only... is four. Well, I lost... The games I lost, I lost real bad. Boom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> explosion. <laughs> hey, good, Will. Well, I, I rallied at the end. <laughs> All right, Greg. So, All yeah, that means games... is Will played even games. Wait, now the I got win percentage James. is rag on James obvious. Hold on, oh, let's finish up this, then we'll, we'll get to uh, <laughs> looking at people's stats. Ah, James better than Will, confirmed. Uh, so win percentage, obviously, the percentage of games you won. So your wins divided or wins divided by games played is your win percentage. PPG, that's points per game, the amount of points you scored per game on average. Efficiency is your current rank minus or well where you were drafted, what number pick you were minus your current rank. So Will was drafted seventh overall, thirty-six. So his efficiency is minus twenty-nine. So it's just kind of a way of like judging captains. Yeah. So it like, yeah, ju- yeah. So because he did worse than his pick number, he has a negative number, and mm-hmm. vice versa for someone who like like Austin at number twenty-nine here uh, was picked at uh, eighty-seven. But actually came in 29th, so had a positive 
58. Is that right? Yeah. That's pretty 58. good. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Who did that? <laughs> that was that was Andrew Oler. Was that yeah. pick? Nice. Yeah. Good. Good pick, Andrew. Uh, great. Great player. Um, so awesome. That's, that's an interesting stat to like, uh, like how did I how did I come and pick, and then how did I how did I do right? Yeah. And then there's WAR, which is wins above replacement. We don't have enough stats to do a true WAR number. So basically what this does is it takes other stats here, weights them, and creates a number based off those. I, I use ChatGPT to help me with this. This is like <laughs> my brainchild. Okay. <clears throat> so it's basically just taking other numbers and then weighing them with how important I think they are and creating one number. And obviously you want the higher the better. And H2H is head-to-head. And basically, um, this is just something I want to do for, like, betting. But I need a number. I wanted a number that compares one player to another with one number. So what head-to-head does is take all the stats, normalizes them against the average, and then compounds it into one number. So, like, the higher your head-to-head the better. So you could say like if Will was going to play James, Will's head to head is 0.545 and then James's head to head is 0.509. So Will would be very slightly favored to win that matchup over James. It's basically what that number is for. Okay. So for, for, to, for, for, for the betting man matchups. It's for it's for eventually I want to do like odds in betting. Like I want like, okay, we have this and that, but I think I'm going to do it based on number of bets. It's, it's completely separate. But, like, this is for to help captains match up, even though I don't think they use it at all. Okay. That's interesting. Is, is that going to be something that carries <clears throat> over, like, a previous season? No. Uh, head no, to no, head? No, no, okay. None of it. Yeah. Uh, but that could be something for previous, like, at, during the start of a season for for a captain to look back on. Uh, yeah, so a lot of these numbers, a secondary purpose of them is to find value in players who maybe don't have the best record because when you're being matched up, you know, like you could be the sacrificial lamb on your team. You could end up being a guy who ends up going against their top player all the time. Or maybe you're flying scum and scum sucks right now and you can't like buy a win. But you score a lot of points. You like you play hard. Like you're not getting blown out. So like that's gonna show up in these. I mean, I'm gonna call them advanced statistics, but you know, like no offense to actual advanced statistics. In these advanced statistics, that's gonna show up more in like in in this situation than just your record. So you yeah, know, it's you, a, it's, you, you it's look a number at, to. A number that's it goes a little bit deeper than just he won or he lost or he scored points or he didn't. Yeah, because I don't want players that are you know like two and seven or two and six or whatever to a like feel terrible all the time, but also the the two and six players are not bad players. They could have just had bad matchups. Mm-hmm. So like we see point four five two over here. Uh, rank 93, Darren McNally, right? Three and four. Not a great season. Probably not getting picked very high. And you start looking at it and you're like, well, 
He's plus like minus. He, he, he it positive plus minus. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's <laughs> there and then you're like, well, his war is actually one. So he's actually a positive player for the team. Even though he has a losing record, he ha his stats are a positive for that team. You know, he's worth more than uh, like a dead average player. Mm -hmm. So like, he probably deserves to be uh, like a third, fourth round pick instead of in the bottom, you know, like third of the league where where he's currently ranked. So he obviously like had tougher matchups, you know, got unlucky or whatever. I don't like I don't obviously know every game everyone played, but like there's there's value there that captains can look at that these numbers help you see that you wouldn't get just from a record. Very, very cool. Yeah, I do. I do like all the extra stats, and I and I, I like them even more now that I know what they mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Ryan, you're a big stats man. Um, maybe even more so than I am. Is there? I feel uh, like this any... goes one of two ways with like people who actually like stats. They're like these numbers are bogus. They mean nothing. Or yeah. like, hey, this is cool. Uh, um... Well. Yeah, go ahead, Dre. <laughs> uh, I'm in the middle, just because I I think so. When you talk about some of the the stuff you put together and make your own score for, like yeah, that's kind of like the I put numbers together, and make a thing that tries to uh, give value to something. Like cool, but I don't know what it means in the context of the grand scheme. Yeah, like what's the difference in like slugging percentage versus like just aver like average on base? Like what's the big difference? But um, well, it, that's a it, 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 that's a different story. Sure. Well, yeah, but just like something like that. Um, but like overall, like keeping track of all this is actually pretty impressive. Like very cool. Um, yeah, if someone can, uh, you know, there's something, there, there's something to like. There, there's something to be figured out with this. What it is, I don't know. I like we. I don't <laughs> recall any sort of X-wing, like, organized setup like this that you have going with with the ncx league um the closest thing we've had are just like one-off team events annually year to year like crate cup or rust cup or outrider cup for people who remember that old one um and many iterations of those type of things that just happen but they're not like kept up like on a league level type thing like this where it's everyone's records everyone's games their points they've scored during game the opponent's points allowed during the game like you know we're getting close to like let's do a fantasy league for this type of thing you know like you got the stats for it <laughs> yeah so, it's uh it's been like, a lot of fun it's, how, it's how, just based out of my love of sports really yeah i was gonna say so it this seems like something like you you have to have fun doing this to do this in my mind right like this is generally to some people could seem monotonous or tedious but if you're someone who loves sports stats and can attribute it to something you also love outside of sports like that's that's where the match works for you yeah it's very cool it's been a lot of fun and so far knock on wood pretty drama free so you know, what more can you ask for, really? It's always very important in the X-Wing world. No yeah. drama. Well, you know, we are the best spelling of the, like, geeks. And I've said that for years. X-Wing players shower. They generally wear deodorant. So, like, 
My complaints are already pretty low. Oh, yeah, Greg. I... <laughs> I think I got that uh, faction breakdown. Yeah, I think you'll up. actually love this one, though, Ryan. This is not done by me. This is done by Cat Pat, who is Crispy's sister. She's in the league, and she kept track of the resist or the resistance. What? She kept what? track of all the factions and their win rate per scenario. Oh God, there's so many tabs. Is there just a faction tab? Am I missing? It? I, I have it. Um, I have it pulled up. Oh yeah, it's stream. it's a it's a picture. I could. I can see. Yeah, I, I, I just added it in our doc, uh, Ryan. Oh, okay. So this is not in the... This is a, this is a separate no. thing. This this was oh, done okay. by Catpad. This is not done by Catpad. Okay, okay. All right. So what, what does it look like for the factions that got broken down here? Well, it looks like Scum sucks. <laughs> uh, Scum, Scum is, is, the, is the worst performing. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're close to 50% win rate on chance. Close. That's they're impressive. Almost there. They're <laughs> nearly <laughs> at fifty percent. I mean, they're, they're higher than Rebels, Republic, and First Order on chance. So uh, that's impressive. Is Rebels being so bad on chance surprising to anyone else? That actually kind of shocks me a little bit. Uh, I, I think, think that I mean, made... a lot of this really depends on um, what are the, what's the average composition of list people are taking in all these factions, right? Like we could look at resistance and like that looks good these numbers look similar to what resistance looks like now with their five ship variations but like why is rebel so low in chance and really high in scram i mean scramble high one makes me think all right people are still taking han and fen like there's your i6s or plethora of i5s hera as well i think um, han for sure i haven't seen a ton of fen yeah so there's there's a couple things that kind of stand out, like you said, the the rebels' chance is really really low and odd to me. Everything else is kind of within the realm. Well, of... here's here's the something I want to toss out there is that not every faction played every uh, scenario yeah, the sample... as much. Because... Yeah, the sample size may be very yeah. The sample size could be off on that too. That's true. Right? Yeah, because if you kept feeding rebels scramble all the time uh and then the one time that someone uh pairs their list with your rebels in chance because they think they can beat you in a bad scenario uh so that's mm -hmm. like the the few outliers uh because it the the thought process i'm glad i'm i'm glad i'm not a captain of, of this because the thought process of like I need this faction and this scenario, uh, this other faction against this other faction in this scenario uh, is mind-boggling. The amount of options possible um, for how you can guide those pairings is very impressive. So I, ha I have to imagine there's some combination of that going on. Yeah, yes, it's actually the surprising one. There's some solid numbers. Beyond Scramble, which does not surprise me. They either have too low of ship count to pressure scramble or their initiatives are too low when they do have ship count numbers. Yeah, it turns out it doesn't matter if you press the button with an I-1. <laughs> I can't <laughs> press the button with one of your I-1s and then you, you dare the I-5 or I-6 to press the button in front of four of your guns. Yeah. Yep. I dare you. Alright. I'm going to press these he... other two buttons over here. <laughs> yeah, and then he dares you and then, and then one-shots all your ships anyway. 
pretty much. Uh, yeah, but scum sucks. <laughs> it sucks to be scum right now. Well, so I will note this: you the, the league you have is extended, and yeah. I think true. that people may fall into the trap of playing stuff in scum and extended that they want to play because it's like not no don't no mind like do whatever you want. But name name Ryan name name has yeah. I, I don't know is, I, I actually don't know anyone. I'm just saying like. Scum is a trap faction, in my opinion, where, like, you, if you're playing extended and you're trying to win, but you also have the, like, nostalgia of, like, I want to play the ship I used to play in Scum years ago, right? Man. And I couldn't because it's not standard. It's been extended for all this time. You go back and play an extended, haven't played it in forever, or you just, there, no one's parsed how good or not good it is. You're just going into the potential trap of like, oh, this may be actually terrible. <laughs> or maybe this, most, maybe this combination um, of stuff or like there's there's so many landmines and scum in my mind right now that when you put add extended to it, it just adds more landmine potential of your list builds. The most extended ships I saw played in scum were Guri and uh, Lancers. I was so just Ket- it was mostly yeah. just Ketsu. Um, Lancers are pretty cool. I, I hope that they get YT2400 re-release treatment, but maybe a little better. Uh, yeah. So where there's like, they have SL versions that are Rebel too, like they did this Ketsu in the Rebels TV show teamed up with the right. Spectre crew every once in a while. Yeah. That'd be yeah. neat. I just like, I like Lancers. One of the first DSP tournaments I ever did actually flew Boba Ketsu, huge ship. Wow. Yep. And that was very I, fun. My first regional, I did Ketsu Kath during Commonwealth Defender era, and I was just dead set on making Defender's agility zero with Kath's rear arc <laughs> and Ketsu's double tractor. It worked too often. Besseries never lived. Awesome. Well, uh, Greg, before we uh, finish up here, is there any uh, outliers, any... Uh, exciting things that had happened in the league. That we're well, we did to. have. I mean, as much as I hate it, we did have Sevwal go ten and zero. That's pretty impressive. A, another yeah, he, regular season. He went last regular season uh, undefeated as well. Wow. Yeah, he so, he also wrecks in our like a uh, Wednesday GSP streams as well. He just like whenever he comes by, he just collects all collects all the wins and then leaves. <laughs> Um, so he's one of our GSP, uh, dogfight, uh, title holders as well. Yeah. And it turns out he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid. D- does, does he play like, where, where is he at? Where is he located? Devil? Just make sure I don't go to any events near that. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's Europe. <laughs> oh, is he, it. he's in Europe. Okay, good. <laughs> Stay away from all of the events that I go to. <laughs> Need to look through and find out which. Oh, they're saying New Jersey. Is the highest. Yeah, he's, oh, he's a. I'm thinking. I think he's else. local to like Chris Jenner. Mm. Oh, he's here. Uh, I'm going to play in New Jersey. New Jersey yeah, is yeah. Europe confirmed. Uh, no, no. I, was, <laughs> I don't know. He'll 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 be at PAX. Well, I expect you to see. I expect you to be number one coming out of PAX. So, so. it looks like my highest performing local in this is Mark Roberg. Bitty Bumbo! Uh, yeah. Bitty Bumbo. 
How do, how Rank do he looks, like, looks like five straight boosts is doing pretty well, actually. Yeah, F, yeah, five straight boost has like almost a quarter of the top twelve, so mm -hmm. pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. They were second overall in the league. Yeah, uh, weird to not see any like only one hot shot up here. Wow. Yeah, well, I think also if you look, pick numbers one through uh, sixteen are round one, so you have one. Two, three, three of them in the top 20. So first round picks have not exactly translated to yeah. being the top players in the league. Yeah, I do, I do like trying to find uh, the efficiency and just find those big negative numbers. Like, oh, wow, you did not perform well. Yeah, that'd be me and Doug. <laughs> Uh, That'd be me as well. <laughs> I think I got I, think I got picked like round, yeah. uh, round two, and then ended up going uh, oh, negative yeah. forty. I think. Yikes! So, right, not, I'm not that bad, but yeah, Angel, Older, <laughs> Doug Cow, and me all ended up going like negative thirty. Well, to be fair to Andrew, if you're a captain, you get a zero, so it's literally oh, impossible yeah. for That's you to, yeah, to have yeah. a positive. That's true. Efficiency. Yeah, number one, still no negative one. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I, I honored. So sorry, I screw captains over that way. Uh, yeah, like, I, I mean, Catherine, uh, top captain though. Like, no, no, no uh, anyone surprised? Stamp that one for Dion, maybe. I got it. Don't <laughs> uh, uh, screw cap, yeah. Uh, Catherine is the top captain. Yeah, and... Very, very impressive, Catherine. No, no one surprised. I think. Yeah, literally oh. no one shot. You may have gone over this earlier while I was trying to peruse the statistics and everything you've compiled here, but um, your when players when players are matched up, is it like they have three, four days, a whole week? Like, what's the play time and scheduling like? So usually, the captains will do the matchups the day before that week of play starts. So week runs Monday to Sunday. Usually, I get all the matchups on Sunday before that Monday the week starts. So they'll they'll make matchups typically on like Sunday, and then by like Monday or Tuesday, most people have their play dates set. Okay, and what do you what is the what's the better percentage to kind of uh, estimate? You had the percentage of successful games played, or percentage of not like. How is the scheduling conflict issue come up like five or less percent of the time or even less than that? We had uh, two games not played. This whole season so far? The whole season, yeah. So is that average or better than prior seasons? I think this is the first season we've ever had games not played. Oh, okay. Is this because this is the biggest season you've had so far? I would assume so. Also, we have a lot more Europeans this season. I was, thinking makes, I was looking at like the, the um, time casual. zone thing right now. I was yeah. like, okay. Well, I'm, also, I'm recognizing also the hot shots also ended up with like an all Europe squad except for like one player. Okay. So, like, if you're faced against the hot shots, it's. I mean, like, your whole squad has hard matchups. So, like, that's just kind of how it. Well, I mean, it's a draft, right? So that's how it was drafted out. The draft um, cards would interest me because, like, 
as someone who's played many years of like fantasy football, it's like one of the more mm-hmm. fun parts of the year. Have you yeah. has the draft always been closed doored amongst the actual uh team captains? Have you ever like thought about streaming the draft so that people could Oh the, the draft is streamed. Yeah. Oh it is? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, it was a lot of fun. It was did very, you, it was, did you stream the time hours. someone was traded for a chicken sandwich? Yes, that is. That, <laughs> that happened live. That's awesome. Uh, it and was very exciting. Think, like the, it, it was I think there was a energy. trade for an apology in that same draft. That was season three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's very high energy. It's very confusing if you don't know. I think next next season I'm going to be a lot more into it and excited. Uh, but even coming coming into it blind, it was a lot of fun. There was like a hundred people got drafted, so uh, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. took a while as well. Yeah, so I'll say a a small like one of the reasons I have considered is just for the pure narcissism of like, oh, I want to know where I'd be picked. <laughs> like, where where am I where am I getting picked if I enter this? Well, yeah. Uh, again, you can, that's, you can that's find out. part of the tightrope I ask people to walk, though, like caring, but not caring too much, because I don't want <laughs> yeah. anyone to be like, "I was picked thirty second. No, I'm a I'm a <laughs> mid twenties player. You should not care. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about you as a person. I promise. A lot of it is people drafting people they know of. That's how yeah. Hot Shots ended up with an all Europe team. The best because... thing you can do is internalize any minor any any minor feelings you have about like where you got picked, and then use that to fuel you to show people why they were dumb for picking you late. But do not exactly. ever vocalize it yourself or make it bad for your own team that picked you. I mean, uh, Austin, right? Austin, I think it was Austin. Let me find it. Austin O'Day at O'Day, he was picked eighty seventh. He's 29th so he, his efficiency was 58 he won our best draft pick i think pretty sure he won our best draft pick of the of the year award end of year cool. i mean like how good does that have to feel to be the 87th pick and you end up 29th overall like you're like yeah oh, maybe third. i yeah maybe i should have had a little respect <laughs> <laughs> yeah put some, put some respect on that name Next before you, you draft me so late i mean with a more respect eh yeah. So if you're if you're a fantasy football guy, Ryan, you might like that. We have a a keeper aspect of it where a captain can keep a one player from their team at yeah. the cost mm-hmm. of one higher draft pick than where that pick was selected. So if you select a player third round, you can spend your second round pick keep that player. That's cool. I know keeper leagues I've done a fantasy before. The ones I like the most are we call the blue collar sure. keepers, where if you've if they were picked in the draft like seventh round or later, you can keep them for one year. So it's so like that's, you, that's you're, you're not meant like, to keep yeah. like the best players around. You're meant to like be rewarded for picking someone, picking someone that ended up overperforming later. In the year. Yeah. So we don't have that many draft picks to play with. Sure. But no, if I you want to, if you want to keep like a first round pick, it does cost you your first and a fourth. So it's pretty expensive to keep a first-round pick. It's actually never been done because oh, it's, just, it's okay. kind of like too high of a price to pay. Seems like a lot of people are definitely trading. Like I'm looking at the trades page and like people are like there's, moving picks around, like collecting things. Like you said, there was a was it this was it this season or prior season where like 
a team that collected so many first round picks. Well, so next season, Rod is going to have four because they just sold every, they sold this entire season. (laughs) And another thing for anyone worrying about like time, we do have like a sub system where a team can get a substitute player. Cause I don't like, I know this has happened so much this season. It's crazy. A lot of people are having kids right now. And they're like, I can't do this week. My wife is having a baby. And I'm like, I'm not going to be the one to be like, well, you're hurting your team. You know, that's really, really just like being really selfish here. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her to hold it for one week. Play your game. You know, no. Uh, in in 10 years, have... what are you going to remember? This this game or your kid? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a really, uh, since I noticed this with my wife too, because Zali was born two years ago in December. And, uh, you know, basically, the I think the next, like, three to five years after 2022-ish or 2021, basically, COVID over, now safe for baby <laughs> is the mindset. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there might have been a few couples, whether it was their first kid or second, whatever number kid, like, before COVID happened, they're like, oh, no. And they, like, just paused any baby making for, like, two years, potentially. So. See, I would have bet on the opposite. Really? Well, Like, you're stuck know. at home with your wife. Like, you literally are not allowed to go out and do anything. Man, I'll tell you, there were some crazy restrictions in hospitals dealing with having a kid. Like, some dads couldn't even be in the room. So I I didn't say it was ideal. I just said... No, it's not ideal. You get bored. It's not the level of boredom I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why X-Wing popped off. Uh, That's very true. Uh, when, when, When was the first year... Because uh, this of the draft league, because uh, you're not doing them yearly. Um, no, but I do constantly refer to them as years, and then I have to correct myself that it's only been like two years of this. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, they're like, someone else will remember. are you trying to do two a year? Is that typical? Well, our first one was only like six weeks long. And then the second one was, I also think, six weeks. And then season three was eight weeks maybe oh this was the first 10 week one i think okay i could be wrong my memory is so bad um but yeah it's basically season five is going to happen in february because this season is not going to wrap up until december right and then i need like a month to prepare basically (laughs) and you know there's a bunch of holidays and stuff yeah. At least in America and stuff, there's a bunch of holidays. So like, we get through January, February, we'll come back, we'll hit it hard, and that's when uh, season five. We're already at I think 94 signups, so yeah, might yeah. be expanded again. We don't know. Expansion uh, yeah, I... team. <laughs> woo woo. I have uh, um, the the sign up link will be in the YouTube video. Um, if not, uh, where's the best place? Sorry, Dion. I have a potty mouth. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I think he he'll he'll get my edited version, so it'll be fine. I um, mean, I was an angel, Dion. Yeah, I was I'm, an I'm angel. angel. 
where is the best place to find out more information about season five and uh, the rest of the draft league? So you can join the uh, Nickel City X Wing uh, Discord. Links on the Twitch or uh, you know the YouTube anywhere anywhere YouTube videos are sold. You know we're not we're not hard to find. Ask a friend. Someone's heard of me, whether they like me or not, is kind of up in the air. But you know they've heard of me, so you can right. you can find it. We're pretty welcoming. Anyone's welcome to come in and play. I do not care if you're new to the game. In fact, I think this league would be great for you if you're new to the game because it's going to give you a a a large community and then be like a when you're on a team a smaller community right. to work in games. Every every team has their own private Discord room, private chat that they they schedule practice games in. You know, some some teams more than others, but like a lot of practice games, a lot of list discussion goes on in the rooms. So. Yeah, if it's you're, like if you're a, newer to the like game, a, like an instant squadron to hang out with, right? Like to bounce lists. Yeah, it's, off of. it's and that's kind of like a, a really cool. It's kind of a part I'm a little jealous of because, like, I <laughs> I can see all the rooms, right. but I'm not part of them. You know, oh, I don't have my sure. own little squad. You can, yeah. Oh, you're like Squidward. Like you know, looking out the window, watching Patrick and and SpongeBob play. <laughs> You know, that I'm, I'm 39. Unless you can make that a Doug funny reference, I'm. I, I don't know. <laughs> Not even into SpongeBob. Oh my god! I'm only Sorry, 33. It was like, it's it was... like a six-year difference. It's not that much. No, it's it's that's forever in kids' years. That's two whole Disney shows. It's true. I mean, did you hear they're they're considering bringing Doug back in Disney Plus? Like in really Doug? Yeah. Like animated, or are they going to make it gritty? live action <laughs> i don't like, think it's live action some type of animation but it, it's in talks of either just like doing like the original type or like doug and patty are now like the parents of the main character yeah see they did so that like, with boy beats world with girl beats world right so like Corey yeah. think this kid right and i was a huge boy meets world person <laughs> greg loves me some boy meets world clearly with the topanga lawrence uh conference but like it just doesn't hit the same when you're upper 30s watching a kid's show and you're like <laughs> i remember these characters yeah it's like we don't like especially animated like you don't need to do forward in the future stuff just like do it for the generation no, just the modern I'm, age i'm super in take that whatever like archie show that they redid made real dark do that to like doug Make it like a high yeah, school but like, drama. Didn't, didn't they try that with like Fresh Prince, like a like a grittier like they reboot? They did, yeah. <laughs> they had a gritty I didn't watch Fresh it. Prince. Okay, I mean, I it, guess that one. <laughs> there's no chance that was good, right? As much as I'd love it no, to be, but chance. there's no chance. Uh, <sighs> well, well, anyway. Think of something new, Hollywood. <laughs> a couple clarifying questions. So yes, uh, I've because this is me like. This me trying to sell you on the league. I'm, sure, I'm going to get you. Yeah. No, um, this has been our big plan. I just wanted to get Ryan into it. <laughs> but then also, like, hearing, like, Mark Grauberg and, like, other people talk about the league. So when you're drafted and you're put on the team, are you assigned a faction? Or how does that, how does that, like, yeah. So when you're drafted, you're drafted into a faction. And you're not allowed to deviate from that faction uh, but you're allowed to change lists every week. So your lists are not locked, but your faction is. Got it. Okay. So when other captains are making matchups, they don't, they know that they're pairing like rebels into scum. 
but they don't know what you're going to fly. It, and, yeah, and it does, when, it does like, make it very interesting. Draft, yeah, yeah, during halfway, the draft, you actually have to say what faction yeah. you're being drafted for. So like, like, like round round one, pick number one. You have to say your 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 player and what faction they're be playing. That, that's that's part of the challenge for the captains. Is yeah, to, some deeper, so like, deeper con- closer closer to the draft. I'll release what we call player cards, and everyone can make cards for themselves, and they put their preferred factions. Some fun facts and you know a picture and everything if they want. Oh, like rookie card stuff. Neat. Yeah, cool. yeah, it's fun. Uh, but that's then I create a list from that for the captains. Be like, these are the top three factions of these players, and you know I can't guarantee that if you're a player, you get drafted into your preferred factions. You might get drafted into something you don't play. Halfway through the season, I give the captains an option. After week five, the, all the captains all have an option. Everybody can change factions. Or nobody can change factions. That's their choice. Oh, so, so it, as in everyone would have to swap to something different. Yes. Oh, interesting. And then if there's a trade that comes in, that's another way to kind of shake up your factions. If you trade for someone, mm-hmm. if it's a new player on your team, you get to choose their faction. And then say you trade for a player and you want them rebels, but you already have a rebel player. Whatever player you traded out, that rebel player has to then become that faction. So say you traded your scum for a rebel and you want that player to play rebel, they can play rebel and then your rebel has to play scum. Okay, got it. So it has to, they they would occupy it's not a free swap around. You just you have to actually yeah. swap what you traded in that. Yeah, all all trades have to be equal on the player level just because I'm not dealing with that, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, oh, I agree. Yeah. Uh do, do our coaches like uh go together and allow to veto some trades if necessary if they feel it's yeah. not even or, or like are like do you let them govern themselves a little bit until like you're the final judge in that for trades? Yeah. I have I don't think I've ever denied a trade. I might be wrong. There's only been one trade where I've ever felt it was maybe not as equitable. And that was actually season two, I think. It was Matt mm-hmm. Carey for a second round pick. It might have been season three. I'm not sure. And I felt like Matt Carey was like probably deserved a little higher pick, but he had he didn't have a great record at that point in time. So I was like, I guess it makes sense. Um but yeah. I've I've there's never been a trade where I've had to outright be like no. But there have been um, trades like I don't let captains trade captains picks, like where where they're going to select like the first thing that's mm-hmm. in stone they can't trade that. Or if you if we had we had some players like drop from the league, so we had reserve players fill in. Um, you're not allowed to keep those players because they're they weren't technically picked, so I don't know what the cost to be would be to keep them. Mm-hmm. Well, like you can't keep that. So I, I'll step in if I have to, but I, I will say the captains have been super good about kind of understanding what the vibe is. Yeah, and um, no one's tried to push it to a level where I'm like, well, come on. That's good. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's good that the captains are already in a spot where like they're kind of governing themselves well enough to where you don't need to interject yeah. that much, but you will when you need to. I mean, um, I, I do get to pick the captain, so I have, like, kind of stocked it with people who, like, I think kind of get what we're going for here. You sure, know? sure. When... And I, I told 
technology it's not for everyone there's some people who probably want to take it way more seriously than i want it to be taken or whatever you know so like no no hard feelings on any of that do you know the scenario before you go into picking your list yes okay you'll know you'll know your matchup your player and your scenario so yeah, you'll know i'm a rebel facing scum on scramble but you won't know what they picked until you're on the table Sure. Yeah, that part was very interesting to me because <laughs> basically I got to because I'm playing Empire and if I'm not flying Rack or a, a weird gauntlet or, or something, uh, I got to choose my Vader. So for if there's no uh, scenario actions, I get to be Boy Vader. But if there is scenario actions, I can try out uh, SSP Vader to like scramble or tow while also getting my target lock. Um, yeah, imagine not having fun burning everything to the ground with Rack with Vader crew. <laughs> I mean, I played plenty of Rack with Vader crew as well. <laughs> Ended up being a, a favorite of mine. But the that's funny. Funny if enough, I could Vader, 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 one card Vader crew. Vader oh, crew now it's on the chopping block. Come on, it's fine. it's fine. Look, it's just a jamming. If you, you want to push that button, go for it. You're just gonna take a damage for it now. <laughs> yeah, how's that? I do the about? reverse. I don't care about pressing buttons better. I care about stopping you from pressing good buttons. <laughs> true, true. Um, so yeah, uh, that that was actually very interesting. And it it's like in ten weeks, man. If you ask people to play the same list for ten weeks, that's gonna be rough. Like, I yeah. I couldn't do it, so I'm not going to try and ask other people to do it. Because there's no way I would do that. Um, but also, that's like the number one thing talked about in like team team rooms. Is, hey, I'm facing scum. I'm rebels. What should I bring against this? Or like, what does this person like to fly? Because, you know, different people have different relationships. Like, who knows, who knows Sean? What does he like to fly? Like, what should I attack against it? And you have a lot of practice games where... He, people will like try to like sim the game out i really love that part of it because to me that's like you're forming like friendships and bonds with your team there yeah for sure no i i think i i will reiterate this is a really good spot for new players to join because i think that's one thing that x-wing players do for too long is stay individual about the game and like they have friends and they talk on like game nights at the local store or like on TTS when they give a pickup game. But like it was it was mentioned a long time ago on uh probably Carolina Crates Crate Listener series, uh where they were talking about how important it is if you're just even trying to get better at the game. Not even like specifically competitively, but just understand the game more, get different perspectives in and be able to ask questions and have people be receptive to you. Like putting a team around you. Right. That's that it is extremely helpful. And like the for like Andrew Cox, he got second at Worlds last year. Right. He him and it was about like three to four other people all stayed in a tight knit team leading up to that Worlds for a majority of the whole year. Just working through games, matchups, talking about stuff, putting lists together, trying things out together. Having some semblance of a team around you is extremely helpful as to to your own growth as an X-Wing player. No matter the quality of player around you, right? Doesn't as long as you have that team camaraderie can bounce off ideas and in a way, like, you know, 
as, as other people are trying this to other factions, like you can also learn what they're learning too for your own other games outside of it. Well, oh, absolutely. Because so. you you tune in. We have a lot of games that are streamed. You know, anyone is welcome to stream uh, draft league games. There's no like uh, gate on that. A lot of times, games are just streamed in Discord, and you have you'll see like 20 people in a Discord chat channel all muted watching a game happen. There's so much learning opportunity, and like the access to really, really good players is there because I mean, I'm lucky enough that really, really good players have signed up for league. And you know, it's you can end up on their team and you get to pick the brain of an Ollie Pocno or in your team chat for three months, you know, and actually getting out of your normal zone of because. Most of us are part of a Discord or two or three. Most of us are part of local chats, but like getting out of the your normal zone of X-Wing player group and getting that experience with other players from around the world can really help with your perspective on like where things are, are going or how things are working. Like is you could be part of three discords and a local group, but they all might have very similar opinions, which, you know, cool, that's fine. But getting other opinions out there from other players uh, can help round out the view of the whole X-Wing game itself. Not all opinions are right. Not all, not all player, not all players are, are the best or the, it doesn't matter. Like you are just sharing an overall experience and giving a better understanding of the whole community. I think there's also something to be said for not only having a group, like you said, but a group that's invested in you succeeding. Yes. True. That's big. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to put it. Awesome. We did have a, a question we didn't talk about come up in our chat. Greg, how much money do I got to pay you to get into the draft So league? much money. Thousand, I wish. Uh, so no, many nickels absolutely free. Nickels. <clears throat> I will say prize support is a little bit limited because it is free. I'm not trying to lose money doing stuff, but we did successfully crowdfund a challenge coin for everybody <clears throat> um, for seasons three and season four. And I'm sure we'll manage to do it for season five. Uh, and captains... Again, this is this is them going above and beyond. I take no credit for this. This is the captains. A lot of them have spent their own money to get like a little thing for their team. You're you're on Moncala, right, James? Yeah, like, I think I I, hey, I think we're doing like uh, stickers. I think. Yeah, uh, Nick's uh, Nick's super good about that. Like, Tim's yeah. team is getting like ships, painted ships. Yeah. Uh, we had templates of our KDB. Corgis did stuff like a lot of the teams all do stuff. Um, just to kind of commemorate their time together again. It's a very like uh, I don't know what the word is camaraderie centric. What's mm -hmm. I'm bad at English. That's the best. Very word, communal say, thing. Yeah. yeah. Communal. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's super exciting. Overall, I mean, I don't think anyone's having a bad time. Uh, especially, like I said, because you got that team behind your rooting you on, uh, winner, winner, loss, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing, too. No one, I, again, I, like, it, it is kind of like a full, oh, yeah, the 5SB templates. They're really fun. I don't know if you'll like this or hate this, Ryan, but five straight boost is a team. 
So they made a template that's a five straight with the two boosts on either side. So <laughs> go five straight boost and float move. Like the template's the total length of it. So good. Wow. When you're committed, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. You put, yeah, you put down the five straight boost before you even put down the five straight <laughs> template. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Focus stress. <laughs> yeah. <You> gotta... <laughs> right. Awesome. Well, uh, that's exciting. Glad to have you back. Talk more about uh, the season five as it comes up. Um, but with the uh, limited time we have left, we're going to hit up, though, the winners of the XCC, a different team of events that's been going on at the same time. We've been keeping track USA. of it. USA. Yeah, USA. Yeah, that's USA. right. USA. We're going to start. You, right. Right away. Well, hold on, let me get it pulled up here. Group D. Let me switch over to to this and zoom in. Uh, D for America. America. That's right. <laughs> Team USA. Levi gets the fifth game, our third win, uh, and we end up the top of Group D, four and one. But it was shaky. Uh, I mean, it, we could have lost to Poland at any moment in the series. So uh, they. Who's your Who's the defeat to? Uh, we beat Poland. Uh, the winner of our match was going to be uh, the other, the Exxon one, who got uh, the top spot in the. Right. Who Who you Who you guys lose to? Who did we lose? Defeat. We lost to Spain, and that's. Uh, oh, that's... no tapas for anybody. <laughs> Spain though Spain lost to Poland and to uh, Mexico Mexico beat Spain 4-1 in the last round uh, and surpassed them in individual wins to take the X into spot so Mexico not Spain Mexico or was Poland. like 4th right we we counted Mexico out we thought uh, they yeah. we thought the US Islands had a better chance than Mexico but they rallied North the last America two. prevails. Yes. <laughs> uh, they rallied in the last well, two weeks. Is and, that true? Um, Wait, we have to check on Canada. Ooh, well, we'll get to that. Uh, so big, yeah. big excite there. Huge congratulations to Mexico. Coming out of nowhere. Beat Spain and Poland as no. Let's, uh, I just want to shout out them because I mean, obviously I'm invested uh, in them because they're in my group. But uh, bested Poland and and spain so they deserve every bit of that uh, uh that progression into the final stage uh the other groups i'm not as familiar with but let's take a look at them uh, we'll start here with uh group a uh, group a uh very close um but looks like germany goes undefeated 4-0 and New Zealand sneaks in at 2-1-1. Uh, beats out uh, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and Philippines. That's awesome. How did, uh, how did Test Player A do for New Zealand? <laughs> Test Player A? Uh, so they, the, in these teams, they have uh, their subs listed as well. So you can have up to two subs. If you only have one substitute player, uh, you, get, you get the best player ever, Test Player A. Uh, let's see then. Uh, B, uh, B, 
uh, was dominated all season by Columbia. They obviously make it in, even though they lost. I think it looks like they lost their last game to go three and one. Uh, then Ireland uh, beats out uh, tough competition here at two and twos. So, uh, beats out Wales and Hellas. Uh, all of them going two and two. But Ireland gets 13 individual wins to progress uh, into the final cut. Canterbury, new dad? Uh, that's true. Big, big congratulations to him uh, for both getting in and for the new job. But mostly getting in the XDC. Mo I mean, that's what's important, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, all right, then let's see. We got uh, two other groups here. Group C goes to England and Australia. Australia rallied after an abysmal season last year. Um, they Both of those teams go 3-1, and one, beating out Brazil, Kalmar, and Hungary. Apparently, Are any of these names Dobby? Is Dobby not on the team? Uh, no. No, he's just been streaming their games over at uh, the Fearless Dungark. Dun Dun uh, I can't talk. Gundark. <laughs> Anyways, the last one here. Uh, we have uh, Groupie with Canada and France. Canada rallies after being beaten badly by the Pirates early on in the season. Uh, they come back to a 4-1 and one victory. France as well uh, gets 4-1. Wow, teams at 4-1? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Uh, the <sighs> the six-team groups, uh, I think next year, hopefully, a lot more teams will participate. Well, every group will have 16. But I think we were talking about earlier, though, we should have more groups or less groups, more teams. But anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, South, uh, Canada and France beat out the Pirates, which I'm sad. I want to see the Pirates through, but happy for uh, Canada and France nonetheless. Uh, but... Uh, South Africa, Czech, and Norway end up at one and four, the opposite there, uh, to uh, finish out uh, Group E. Uh, so that's very exciting. Dates are being finalized as we speak. This uh, last of the games are getting played today. So uh, brand new news. We're hoping to cover it. Uh, as I don't play, I just had to captain i'm basically just you know i just pay for everything and make sure everything happens uh but my team's the one who really the does the hard team work. sugar daddy yeah yeah basically <laughs> all right i've been like super proud obviously um of uh the players on team usa it was rocky there for a bit uh the roller coaster of emotion uh losing to uh, such high peak and then lose to spain and then the chance to lose it all uh, very exciting stuff. So we'll have to find out more about that final stage. Um, Going to be happening in December. We'll have some more updates on that. And we'll be uh, looking forward, Greg, to see the finals uh, and the games. When can they catch Nickel City X-Wing games being played? Uh, we stream Tuesday and Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Nickel City x-wing on twitch uh this tuesday we're doing trivia because there's no draft league games so if you want to play some trivia tomorrow Ooh. come on 6 30 p.m we have a whole trivia system it's fun to do and uh yeah tuesday and thursdays are the night 
And uh, yeah, I'm not good at the like ending parts. You know what I mean? No. That's why I want that prompter thing so I can like. (laughs) The prompter. That's okay. That was the. I got an ending for you. What do we got? I'm signing up right now for season five. Yeah. Oh, we did it. There we go. Oh, I want it. I I need Greg to come in here and explain the stats to Ryan. And that'll get him you gotta, there. You, you gotta get yourself some of those stats, right? <laughs> Here are the numbers that you got. Any more of them stats? More of them stats? Yeah. All right. Well, for everybody here, at Gold Squadron. We'll see you next time. Stay safe. Stay smart. Gold Squadron out. Thank you to ISO, Danko, Baffle, Trojan, Prophet, Shadow, Tycho, Spice, Raider, Lancer, Fallen. Row 6, 626, Chief, and J-List, our Grand Admiral patrons. And all of our Gold Squadron patrons and community members, thank you for your support. Gold Squadron, out.